Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. And you told me not to drive, but I made it home alive. So you said that only proves that I'm insane. You may be right. I may be crazy. Good morning, 810 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. We don't often do this, but when something uh, particularly interesting happens we do like to give it a replay here in the show and that is earlier this morning i talked to chad stimmel he's the president of the emergency medical service union he ems union here in escambia county because they have been having you know for as long as i've been here we've had problems in ems but they have come to a real uh, friction point head right now where they have had a vote of no confidence in the ems chief tarcel and deputy chief stevens and have basically said to the administration you got to get rid of these guys in order to make things better and we have talked with West Moreno before about this many, many times. Not this particularly, we've talked about him as well. But then you had people show up at the county commission meeting. And so, you know, I wanted to give the other side a chance to talk. So this morning, talk to Chad Stimmel from the EMS Uni. He is the president. Chad, welcome to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Hey, thank you for having me, Mr. K. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing great. So let's just kind of uh, dive into this letter that you guys wrote in response to the vote that you took to have a vote of no confidence in the chief and the deputy chief in EMS. And um, I mean, there's a lot of things in here, but can, can we just start with this? You basically say in the letter that the problem is Chief Torcell and Deputy Chief Stevens and that they are the ones that need to go. I'm a listener. OK, and I'm trying to sort through all of this stuff and figure out, you know, where's the problem and who's the source of it. Persuade me. Tell me why you think that changing chief and deputy chief are going to really be the issue here. That's going to really make a difference for us. Well, and it stems from them. And I want to say I listened to your your story yesterday and we understand that this letter seems a little outlandish, a little foolish. There's no way all these things could be happening all of these things are really going on, and, and believe us, we're living them daily. You know, we're seeing them over and over again. Every day it gets worse. We're speechless, um, and we just can't allow that bullying harassment to go on anymore. And, and to us, it starts from the top. Uh, I mean, we saw that uh, Marino last week came on and, and kind of attacked a few members, and that that's, you know, that's his thing to do, but it shouldn't seem so outlandish and crazy that his administrative team and EMS is doing the same things. Um, they just, they promote a organization of bullying and harassment and their way or the highway. And it, it, it starts from them. And I think that, that we got to get them out of there. Um, it just comes from the top. That's the way it goes. So I, I- I don't really know Chief Torsell that well. In fact, I was trying to remember. I can't remember for a fact if I've ever talked to him or interviewed him. I may have, I may have not. I just don't remember. But I know Eric Gilmore extremely well, okay? And, you know, Director of Public Safety Gilmore is, in my opinion, solid, capable, amazing. We're lucky to have him. My fear is that DeSantis is going to steal him at some point from us. Obviously, Torsell reports directly to Gilmore. Have you guys talked with Eric? Where is he in all of this? Is he aware and not doing anything, not aware, can't fix the problem. Like, it seems to me like instead of going public with a letter, you guys would have gone to him. So how did that not happen? Well, we, we did speak with him, and we also agree uh, Gilmore is upstanding. We've known him for a long time. Um, we believe that just like everybody else, the same with the commissioners and, and everybody else, they were fed a web of lies and 
you know, the wool was pulled over their eyes and they believed that everything was right. And it was just a couple of people being upset about different things. And it wasn't the majority of the membership was upset and we, we tried and tried and tried. And I, 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 it just comes down to the fact that they didn't believe us. So they had, they have heard you, but they did not take it as seriously as they needed to. What's the response been in the last week? Because I know West told me that he would be going to look and see and learn for himself. If the problem is that the information hasn't penetrated above Chief Torcell, then he wants to find out. Did that happen? Did he and Eric come and talk with you guys? Do interview? I mean, I, you know, where are we at? And for as far as you're concerned about the, you know, finding out the truth of these allegations. Correct. Nobody from the county at, at any level has spoken with us, um, from the commissioners to Gilmore, uh, nobody in administrative offices. We had our in-service last week at EMS at work, our, our um, in-service in-house training, and during a few of those ep- uh, events, basically the team that was leading it just said, it'll get handled unless it's handled, we're not going to be talking about it now. So we have heard nothing from, from anybody. Not even, I mean, because... Some of these commissioners will at least typically, if they hear there's a problem, will at least try to find out more. I mean, I always, and I said this yesterday, I think, you know, Bender was really the best at that, but Kohler, Bragash, Barry, and May, they know how to pick up a phone, and they heard you guys show up at the county commission meeting last week and lay out the problems, and they've obviously been aware of the letter. I mean, nobody contacted you guys to find out the truth of any of this? Correct. We haven't received a phone call, um, emails. Anything, and I mean, they, everybody knows where we work. <laughs> we we don't have anywhere we can go when we're when we're not on the clock, which we don't do union business on the clock. But um, n- nobody's reached out to us. Okay, well that's discouraging. Um, we're talking. Let's just pause right here for a second. It's a fairly long interview, but I wanted you to hear it because it's pretty important stuff. Uh, we'll come back to Chad Stimmel, the president of the EMS union, in just a second. Jake Scott, traffic on the fives. Right. Uh, I-10 eastbound is backed up starting at Nine Mile Road. We had a glass truck earlier drop some glass onto the roadway, but that's starting to clear up. Uh, 17th Avenue is closed at Graffiti Bridge this morning, and also we're seeing our normal morning slowdown on Highway 98 westbound through Tiger Point and also the school zone getting by Gulf Breeze High School. Go Dolphins. Uh, That's all I've got on the traffic maps this morning. If you see anything out there slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Five. Thanks so much, Jake. Back to Chad Stimmel, the president of the EMS Union in Escambia County. Okay, well, that's discouraging. Um, We're talking to Chad Stimmel. He's the uh, president of the EMS Union, and uh, we'll come back to this in just a second. I have a lot more questions, but let's get a real quick traffic on the fives from Jake. Jake? This traffic report brought to you by Mattress Firm. Uh, (laughs) We tried to edit it on the fly. Can you skip ahead just a second here? All right. (laughs) We tried to make this work in the replay. Go ahead. Um, this this has nothing to do with the contract, uh, our current CBA contract. It, it has been going on for <clears throat> for a, a year now, but those are the, they're being handled. We go into negotiations, we speak about negotiations, and when we're outside of the negotiations, we're not speaking about that with them. And um, this is this stems from day one with with them, Chief Torcell, Chief Stevens, and their really lack of humanity towards this organization. And then this is nothing to do with contract negotiations. Uh, the commissioners might well say, or you know, administration might well say, 
We gave you guys massive pay raises, massive pay raises in certainly to compete against Lifeguard in Santa Rosa County. And just in general, you know, if pay were the issue back then, the pay issue is not the issue. Uh, are they right? Correct. Um, those pay wages increases that we got were, were ultimately needed. And we were, I believe that they put us where we should have been. We're the biggest organization in this area. We're the best organization in this area. We should be paid the best. Our benefits should be the best. Our equipment should be the best. We should set that standard for ourselves. But okay. at some point, the lack of being treated like a human outweighs the, the the amount of pay you can get. So it's it's a it's a culture and tone and treatment is what I'm hearing repeated, and, and we'll come back to that in a second. Uh, but I just again, I want to I want to say the things that I think they will say, which is we're. We have more trucks than we've ever. They, they've been buying trucks left hand, left left and right as fast as they can, and we've got more coming. Uh, so you know, short trucks is apparently not the issue. Uh, and we're at full staffing or close to it. You know, training our own uh, folks, and we've got more paramedics and EMTs. We're pretty close to full staffing. What's the problem? Well, I I'm not exactly sure how they say we're close to full staffing because there's employees who are unable to take their leave because we're at critical staffing. And so their leave gets denied. Putting it in months in advance comes down to a few weeks to a month before the time that they're supposed to get leave. And they say, ah, sorry, we're at critical staffing. I can't let you off. You have to find somebody to work for you. So I don't know where they get the numbers from. I know they've skewed them a little bit by uh, a smoke and mirrors type game where they move some numbers here to put them to the transfer division and put some numbers over there from the part-timers. So, I think on paper it looks good, but we are we are nowhere near where we need to be staffed at to and, o- operate this functionally. And if we were, then we wouldn't be having the held calls all the time, right? That you know, if we had the, it, I mean, just bare bones. Bottom line: if we had enough trucks and we had enough people, then we wouldn't have the holding calls, which they're now two weeks in a row not even reporting on the uh, the director's list, uh, the director's report that comes out every week. Um, I want you to take a second, um, Chad, and because I think I didn't understand this, and I think people might understand this, and it was a part of your letter. One of the big stresses is hospital capacity, you know, that you go to a hospital and they're either on diversion, so you can't go there, or you have to hold the wall and wait there with your people, which takes makes every call take longer. But also the transfers from the, like, freestanding ERs over to the regular hospitals um, – it's almost like EMS is two different things. It's the transfers on the one hand, which takes staff and, you know, an ambulance and time. And then the running the calls that come in, which is almost like a separate thing. But if they're treated as one and the resources get shifted over to the transfers part, that creates a problem for the EMS itself, right? It absolutely does. So in 2023, this is all on public records request. 2023, we ran... 6,521 transfers uh, that from freestandings, um, from the airport, from the different places, but majority of them are the freestandings. Uh, almost a third of those last year were ran by 911 trucks. Um, 1,877 of them were ran by 911 trucks. And if you include trucks that were getting off of uh, extra overtime events or the times where Sometimes our supervisors will get on an ambulance to go run transfers, and we don't have supervisors available on the road. Um, about 2016 of those calls were ran by 911 trucks. So a third of them has been taken over by the has been handled by the 911 division. So, 
I'm, I'm thinking just sort of global picture here. Um, you have, it seems like you have two different kinds of complaints about Chief Torcell and Deputy Chief. Uh, complaint number one is um, the, just the way they deal with people is, is, is unacceptable. Complaint number two is we have systemic structural problems in the way we're handling our basic core task, which are causing stress like can't take leave, like can't end your shift when time comes that puts additional stress on the people on top of the fact that we're all, we feel like we're not being treated very well. If somehow or other the county commission just like doubled, I mean, I know it's funded by, it's not funded this way, but you know, if you had twice as much money available, you could hire more people, you could have more trucks. How much would that solve the issue versus hospitals don't have enough capacity. Therefore they create the holding the wall challenge transfers from brand new freestanding ERs that require ambulances because, you know, they can't transport their own people necessarily. And so the hospitals have created a bit of a problem by these useful, convenient locations, but that require then EMS to get you from one to the other. How much of the problem would still exist even if all of that stuff was solved? The stuff that's kind of outside of the Chief Tom, uh, uh, of um, uh, Chief Torcell's ability. I think that having staff on the road would would get rid of a lot of our problems because we just need more of it. We have to, we need more transfer division apparatus. We need more 911 division. We as the union don't believe that we should get rid of the transfers. We understand it's a revenue stream and we understand that that brings money into the organization, which in turn pay raises apparatus and those sorts of things, but it needs to be two separate divisions. So putting more bodies on the road to handle calls will will ultimately fix our road problems, but nobody wants to come here because word travels across the Gulf Coast. You yeah. know, I don't know if I want to go over there and I'd see how they're being treated by the administration because you're not treated as a, as a human being when you come here. So we, we can try to add all we want to, but until there's some humanity brought back into this organization that deal so intricately with the ups and downs and ins and outs of new life being brought in and old life being taken out, sure are lacking the humanity here. So what I hear you saying, and just we're just totally out of time, but thank you. it's been really, really helpful for me to get a, a grip on the, on the problem. Um, yes, more money, more trucks, better hospital capacity, all of that will help. But even if all of that were not the issue, um, the simple leadership management, and you said humanity, you know, many, many, many times. Uh, that's a deal breaker, which I assume is why you had the vote of no confidence. That it's not just a matter of getting the commissioners to do something; it's a matter of getting the commissioners to do a different person and different leadership. From your point of view, that's 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 where you're at. Is that right? Correct. Okay. The, the people on the road that are working every day know how to do this job, and they're going to continue to do this job because we love to do this job. So we just need somebody better in there to help grow this organization in more ways than just financially. Well, that was uh, there was a little bit more of the interview at the end there, but that was the bulk of the substance. And I wanted to, you to have a chance to hear it because you don't necessarily hear everything that we do on the show. Uh, that was Chad Stimmel, the uh, president of the EMS Union for Escambia County, and. Uh, well, it's uh, pretty pretty sobering stuff. Obviously, there's still a lot of questions we have, you know. But um, I'll talk with Wes Moreno tomorrow about this certainly, and uh, you know, I know I feel better informed. And boy, um, I'm not sure what the solution is, but I I I feel where it's leaning. 
You know, I feel where it's leaning. 825 on News Radio 92, three informative, local, dependable. If you have employees, speaking of, dealing with employees, benefits, health insurance, dental, vision, life, disability, human resource management, payroll, all of that, that's not stuff anybody particularly likes. You get into business to do something else, and then you have to do this because you have to have employees, right? Well, that's where Torgerson Causey comes in. They're great at this. They can help you with it. They have been doing so for us here at News Radio and Cat Country for about seven years now, and they're fabulous. I Definitely recommend them. They have been great. 433-9996 for Torgerson Causey or check them out online at tcbenefitsgroup.com. Traffic on the files before we go to the commercial. Jake? This traffic report brought to you by ECUA. Uh, 17th Avenue is closed this morning at Graffiti Bridge, and we're seeing our normal morning slowdown on Highway 98 westbound through Tiger Point. Also, uh, slow in both directions with the school zone in front of Gulf Breeze High School. If you see anything out there slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. That's 437-1620. ECUA Bulk Waste Service is now call for pickup. Call by 2 p.m. the day before your service day. Learn more at ecua.fl.gov. I'm Jake Walker with your Traffic on the Fives. If you've got a plumbing issue, leak, drip, weird sound on the wall, or you strip something trying to fix it yourself, guilty, uh, <laughs> call Barberry Plumbing. They will take care of you. They did for us. Flat rate pricing by the job, not by the hour. 477-8782 for Barberry Plumbing. Hi, this is Earl Ron. New South Window knows southern weather is unpredictable. And our Energy Star windows and doors will keep the heat in and the cold outside where it belongs. We prioritize keeping your family and your home comfortable all year round. Energy efficient products made, installed, and guaranteed for life. Get New South Brown. When you buy more, you can save more. Visit NewSouthWindow.com. Splash Magazine covers the coast like the Gulf of Mexico. Each month, Splash Magazine offers a calendar of events, plus tips on where to shop, dine, and play. Learn about the month's special events, live entertainment, and interesting local people. Learn how to catch fish with Captain Dave Yelverton. See what is worth watching on your streaming services. Tom Nolan will tell you the latest. Find out how to dress for the changing Florida weather with Jen Wells. Get the most out of the Emerald Coast by reading Splash Magazine each month. For more information, call Gulf Breeze News at 850-932-8986 or visit gulfbreezenews.com online. Hi, I'm Terrence A. Gross. As many of you know, I am a local board-certified personal injury lawyer, and I have practiced in this community for almost 40 years. Our law firm handles only people that have been injured due to the negligence of another. Join me this Wednesday at 1030 on Pep Talk as we discuss all aspects of personal injury law. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Local experts share their expertise on the Pensacola Expert Panel. It's Pep Talk on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Uh, Nuke's overthrowing tonight. Don't look loose. Anything bothering him? He says his uh, chakra's a jam. He's having trouble breathing out of his uh, left eyelid. Left eyelid? Right eyelid. Right eyelid. Yeah, so this EMS thing is a really complicated problem. I mean, you know, you have the hospitals being short on capacity. Somebody asked, what does it mean to hold the wall? That's when the EMS shows up, the ambulance shows up at the hospital, and they cannot take somebody uh, off of their hands because you have to, by law, be in medical care by a person. And so they have to stay there with them. That takes time. Uh, the, the building of the freestanding ERs means transfers from one hospital to another because that takes ambulances. And that's a problem created 
in a way by the hospitals. Um, but then you have the question of, you know, more and more people all the time. And, you know, so there, there are a lot of structural issues in addition to just the personnel stuff. So I'm really glad that we had a chance to talk to Chad about as much of that as we could. Uh, it'll be a little bit short, but let's get a newscast in here from Steve in the newsroom. Steve? Well, Ukraine's reportedly destroyed another Russian military ship in the Black Sea. A Ukrainian defense official claims the operation was carried out by Ukraine's military intelligence agency. It was attacked by drones and sank into the bottom into the sea. Well, in our top story, though, this is a big one. News Radio Pensacola Morning News guy David Waynes has... He's welcomed his new arrival to their home. You see, he and Kelly welcomed their little three-pound, ten-ounce baby, Caitlin, into the world about a week ago. And mom and dad and the baby are all doing fine. And here it is. He'll be back here in this chair Monday morning. I'll be waking up a lot later beginning then. I know you will appreciate that. Yeah, no, congratulations to David uh, and his girlfriend. And uh, three pounds is a concerning weight, but she's doing good, and she's come home now out of the NICU. So that's all good news. We will take the celebration. Happy times. Uh, what do you have coming up in your local news next, Steve? Well, millions of dollars are being invested in Pensacola Beach. We'll talk about that in just about one minute. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. The slim Republican majority in the House gets even slimmer. We won! Democrat Tom Suozzi wins a special election in New York, beating Republican Mozzie Pillip for the seat left open by Republican George Santos' expulsion. Suozzi held the seat before Santos and left Congress to unsuccessfully run for New York governor. House Republicans by one vote impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, who would take a two-thirds vote in the Senate to remove him from office. Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, who will serve as one of the impeachment managers, has a message for senators. Border security is the number one issue in every single campaign in every single state. Republicans accuse Mayorkas of not following the law and misleading the public about the border being secure. Democrats call it a sham impeachment. Fox's Ryan Schmelz, an impeachment vote fell one vote short last week. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning and happy Valentine's Day. It's about 8.31 right now. 44 degrees and sunny. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio Pensacola. Millions of dollars are being invested in upgrades and improvements for Pensacola Beach, which will cost the county more than $15 million. Most of the money is coming from local option sales tax funds. The county has finished some of the projects you may have already noticed, like the fresh paint on the iconic Pensacola Beach Ball Water Tower and some of the pavilions. We're trying to add additional parking spaces. So we're looking at parking space width. Uh, and the aisles that you traverse to, to maneuver through the parking lot. We're looking at all of that information and all that data to see if we can't add additional parking there in Casino Beach. Escambia County Administrator Wes Moreno also says the county has been working over the last five years to improve Pensacola Beach. Tomorrow and Friday, survey teams will be back out at Miraflores Park after finding at least 45 burials back in November. This is to survey the east side because of the proximity of of um, some of the uh, what was discovered being close to the the boundary of the original area. Mayor D.C. Reeves says those teams used ground penetrating radar to confirm the burials, but it seems likely there are additional sites to be found as the crews were only able to survey the western half of the park last year. We're learning more about the suspect involved in a manhunt that ended in Santa Rosa County and ultimately caused some major delays on I-10 Monday evening. 28-year-old Michael Nazario's charged with felony battery, two misdemeanor simple assault counts, and resisting an officer. The Escambia Sheriff's Office says Monday afternoon they were called 
to Burlington Coat Factory on Davis Highway on a report that a woman may have been kidnapped when they arrived. Nazario had already left. A manhunt involving deputies from both Escambia and Santa Rosa County uh, basically ensued. Meanwhile, FHP made what they thought was an unrelated traffic stop with a reckless driver in I-110. The guy crashed and then he fled on foot into a wooded area. Um, we used our drone unit. Uh, I was hearing them directing the drone unit in, and we were able to guide uh, FWC to location uh, by boat to make an arrest because the guy went to a wooded area. Escambia Sheriff Chip Simmons uh, spoke to news radio. Nazario was taken into custody shortly before 8 p.m. on Monday evening. Condo owners may benefit from a bill making its way through the legislature. A House committee yesterday passed a bill that would help condo owners harden their homes to better withstand a hurricane. The bill would allow condo associations to get matching state funds for better doors, windows, and roofs. Supporters say it could also lead to lower property insurance rates. Well, looks like it's going to be a beautiful day. Let's check the forecast from Channel 3. This is meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first morning weather update. A nice sunny day for your Valentine's Day. Temperatures around 63 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 43. As you go into Thursday, sunshine continues with a high near 66. Thursday night, temperatures dropping near 49. Some rain chances build in for the end of your work week with a 20% chance of rain on Friday, mostly in the evening hours. High on Friday near 66 degrees. Stay connected to Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thanks, Brooke. Right now, let's check it with Jake Walker for Traffic on the Fives. This traffic report brought to you by Fresh from Florida. Uh, 17th Avenue is closed at Graffiti Bridge this morning, and we're seeing our normal morning slow down on Highway 98 westbound through Tiger Point and also getting by Gulf Breeze High School with the school zone there. Uh, otherwise, around town, we're looking good. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds, not showing any slowdowns on Pine Forest or in Car City. No delays on Burgess or Olive. Highway 90 is clear from Milton into Pace. Lillian, Jackson, Navy, New Warrington, all accident-free on the west side. If you see anything out there slowing you down, you can always call or text me on our traffic tip line. That's 437-1620. Meal planning is work, so let Fresh from Florida help. Learn what's in season and browse hundreds of recipes at freshfromflorida.com. Eat healthier with Fresh from Florida. There's sunshine in every bite. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. Thanks, Jake. Right now it's warming up. 46 at Pensacola, 44 in Gulf Breeze, and about 40 in Milton at 835. The next news is at 9. Breaking news anytime. And now let's check out what's happening in the financial world. This is Your Money Now on News Radio Pensacola. Looks like it's shaping up to be a record year for spending this Valentine's Day. That's according to the National Retail Federation. It says consumers plan to spend a total of $25.8 billion on Valentine's Day. That's the third highest in the survey's history. At the opening bell, the Dow Jones average seems to be making up for lost ground from uh, yesterday to today. Uh, the Dow is up 59 points at 38,332. S&P 500 up 20. 24 points at 4,977, and the NASDAQ is up 105 points at 15,761. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio Pensacola. Informative, local, dependable. As a business owner, you have a lot on your plate. Managing staff, growing your business, training new hires, and more. With so much going on, you need Avalon. An IRS certified PEO, Avalon HR can help from running your payrolls, submitting state and federal taxes, helping with COVID employee retention credits, workers' compensation insurance, employee benefits, and HR expertise. Avalon HR lets you focus on your core business while we handle the rest. Avalon HR, employing made easy. 
Hobbies can be fun and expensive. How about a hobby that's fun and could make you money? Find out tomorrow morning at 10 with Emerald Coast Coins. Hear about precious metals and metal detectors as a great hobby. For nearly 20 years, Emerald Coast Coins has been one of the top-rated businesses in Northwest Florida to buy and sell gold, silver, and the best metal detectors to find treasure. Get more information about this tomorrow morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Are you ready for a triple dose of wit, insight, and laughter? Tune in to News Radio Pensacola for the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show from 11 to 2. Your daily dose of engaging conversation and hilarious banter. Join Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins as they tackle the biggest news stories, pop culture moments, and everything in between. They'll keep you entertained, informed, and laughing out loud from start to finish. Don't miss a minute of the fun. Tune in to the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show, 11 till 2 on News Radio Pensacola. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> I admire your deductive processes. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Oh, idiot. Food fight! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. In case you had not heard, in case you hadn't heard, it is Valentine's Day. Also, Ash Wednesday. Yes. It's an interesting pairing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) You know, because one is typically about indulgence and the other one is, I mean, you know, you give stuff up. The last time it happened was 2018 and it will happen again in 2029. But before that, it had not happened since 1945. So it is pretty rare to have Valentine's Day and Ash Wednesday on the same uh, slice. But okay, we're going to focus on the Valentine's Day side here. Okay. My question for you is, this is is A, tell us your stuff. This is B, help out your neighbors. Okay, you ready? Uh, Worst and best Valentine's Day gift. Do clearly indicate what you're talking about when you text us. 437-1620. If you want to focus on the worst, that's fine. Uh, But if you have a good idea for best, I'll take that too. 437-1620 that you've given or received. I don't care which it is. You know, just looking for good ideas. Uh, it's last minute, but we're men. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's, I mean, what else do you want me to say? Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. 16, 20. Uh, Jake, best or worst Valentine's Day gift? I, I, do my be- I do my best work in the tw- in the 11th hour. So, um, <laughs> that's right. But, Put me under some pressure. This is how we do. Yeah, I, I would say probably the worst uh, would be like in elementary school when we had to give everybody a Valentine's Day <laughs> card in our class. And, you know, I got one from... The you know the the guy that I didn't like the most in my class and I'm like oh thanks for this uh, uh, Tweety Bird and Sylvester the Cat <laughs> card so that you no, gave no me bro no gay Looney Tunes Valentines for you in grade school if you could go back in history yes okay, I fair would enough. remove I gotcha. that requirement <laughs> nice uh, four three seven sixteen twenty um, I'm gonna put it out there as a genre okay I'm gonna put it out there as a category that uh, oh I got my first text in fits the category perfectly. Worst Valentine's Day gift, a mop. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or a scale. Yeah, um, you know, don't oh. um don't don't get the the gift that says, you know, you've been screwing up and here's how to help you not screw up so much, right? That's the remember the purpose, this is for people in established relationships, uh people that are not quite it's it's always awkward when you're, when you're early in the relationship, you know. What do you do for Valentine's Day? Don't you you almost have to have to have the Valentine's Day conversation. You know, like, should we, shouldn't we? You know, because, look, one of the problems with Valentine's Day, of course, is that, you know, if you go out to eat on, like, yesterday, uh, other than IHOP, which is free, um, you go to a restaurant yesterday, and let's say it's 50 bucks. 
for the two of you. You go out today, it's 100 bucks if you're lucky. And if you can get in, and the service is slow because they're overwhelmed, and, and right, you know, I mean, so you almost like to have to have that conversation of uh, should we, shouldn't we? And I will tell you, somebody who has been um, mostly successfully married, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, for a long time, uh, 26 years now, um, we just don't really do Valentine's Day. And we certainly don't go out to eat. Oh, my God, no. No, 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 no. We don't go out to eat because of all those reasons, right? Um, and we don't mind time shifting a little bit, do it on the weekend if we need to. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Yeah, so the gift that tells somebody, boy, you're terrible at this relationship. Here, do better. That's not... Affirming gifts, you know, encouragement gifts, those are the ones that make people feel good because if they feel good, then maybe they feel good about you and then maybe, you know, maybe they do more of the mopping. I'm just saying, four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. I have a best and a worst. Somebody says, got my wife a vacuum cleaner would be the worst. Agreed. It was a Roomba. And that was the best part. She loved it. So that saved oh, her the challenge. Technology. Well done. Well done. Um, let's say the discount flowers with the wilted petals, somebody said. <laughs> Ah, it's the gift that says, "Just I'm thinking about you just enough to pay far too little. Um, oh, a little, little irony here on this is one of the challenges I run into in, in my marriage is that um, my wife is the budget manager for our household. And so she always feels like the surprise gift that she didn't want, which is <laughs> all of them, um, is just a violation of her budgetary priorities. And so why would I give her, you know, why would, how much were those roses? Oh, really? No thanks. I mean, like, that's kind of her view, okay? And not every woman is the same. And this is, by the way, my advice to people all the time in relationships is know your player. Know your person. It's got to if it's not a good gift for him or if it's not a good gift for her, then it is not a good gift. Even if it would be a good gift for 98% of the people out there, it does not matter because you're not giving a gift to them. You're giving a gift to that person. So know your person. That's the most important part of good Valentine's Day gifts or any other kind of gift. Uh, 437-1620. Uh, <laughs> you're not going to read that one. I can't one. read that one. Yeah, I know. I didn't know what that was. Oh, Let's just say it's an antibiotic. <laughs> <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving, Clark. No, it's the gift that stops it from keep on giving. Um, just, uh, just because she says she wants a um, a better razor, that does not mean that's a good idea for Valentine's Day. I love that. Um, a, a gift donation to Gideon Bibles. <laughs> on your behalf, I have made a donation to Oxfam this Valentine's Day. Okay, okay. The human uh, fund. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Uh, what is this? It's a first date to the husband of 46 years. I'm not sure what that means. If that's a gift, if that's just, it's an anniversary for you. I'm not sure uh, what that is. Uh, worst gift is uh, a singing telegram. Do they do those? Uh, I think more of like cameo being the kind of thing, you know, where now see if you, if your sweetie had a particular favorite actor or actress and you could get them to do a, I mean, that might be kind of cool. But again, you got to know your person. Again, my wife would be like, "How much was that?" I'm like, "Mm-hmm, mm-hmm." I did it out of my my, my dime drawer. <laughs> I did it out of the leftover change drawer in the in the car. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Worst gift ever: a handmade card from my adult adult boyfriend at the time. It was not cute. He literally cut up scrap paper to make it look like a kid did it, and it was like, "Well, everyone says it's the thought that counts." No, sir, you're just cheap and lazy. <laughs> See, now I would look at that. There's a part of me, the, the the romantic part of me, that would be like, but all the time and the cleverness. And then the realistic portion of me was like, but how much like a ransom note did it look? You know? <laughs> how much? Because you got it. The handmade thing is, you know, uh, I think one year for my wife, I think I might have 
Oh, this is, yeah. No, I memorized the words to a song that was really romantic, and then I sang it to her, which may or may not have, I mean, we got married, okay, so, you know, look at the results. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure that was necessarily the brightest idea, because I'm not necessarily the best singer, uh, but, you know, I'm just, you know, sometimes you got to really think about your strategically interesting gifts, and again, know your player, know whether that's going to work for them. 845 on News Radio 92.3, uh, Jake's got traffic on the fives. Jake? All righty. Um... We are looking pretty good around town. This traffic report is brought to you by Frontier Motors. 17th Avenue is closed at Graffiti Bridge this morning, and we're seeing our normal morning slowdowns on Highway 98 westbound through Tiger Point, and the uh, school zone in front of Gulf Breeze High School is a little bit slow in both directions. But other than that, we're looking great. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds, not showing any slowdowns on uh, Pine Forest or in Car City, and we're looking good from 12th Avenue through to Palafox and W Street. If you see anything out there, let us know, 437-1620. Frontier Motors, the only dealer Dave Ramsey recommends in Pensacola Frontier Motors on Beverly Parkway. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. Hey, if you're thinking about buying or selling a home and literally just thinking about it and you kind of think, well, you talk about Christina Leavenworth all the time, but you know, does she really want to waste her time talking to us? We might not even be a yes. Exactly. She loves it. I mean, it's not her number one favorite thing in the world that, that people don't become clients of, obviously. I mean, she's not stupid, uh, but the point is that she's like, I don't care. I love talking to people, and there's satisfaction in getting people information that they need and helping them make a good decision. And she likes that, and she likes talking about real estate. And so, yeah, I mean, obviously she'd prefer to, you know, make a client, but she will also prefer to just talk to you. And if you have questions, she have answer, has answers. And not just that, but she'll help you ask better questions, okay? So literally, not just if you're in the point where you're going to make the decision and then you want to make sure you get the best realtor, but even if you're just wondering about it and you kind of, hey, who can I ask? You can ask Christina Leavenworth and her team at Levin Rinky Realty. All right, 723-9158. Give them a call. Uh, 437-1620 is the phone number to text in your your answer to the question of best and worst Valentine's Day gift. Somebody here says, best Valentine's Day gift was an entire case of Zaps potato chips. Ooh. Oh, because those are the expensive mm. good ones. Mm. Um, and why would you be in a relationship with anyone that gives you a bad Valentine's Day gift? <laughs> That's so mercenary. I love it. Uh, somebody says, um, no, the worst ever was a vacuum cleaner, not a Roomba. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this is good. Somebody here says, best gift ever, the mixtape. Oh, yes. Yeah, can be. Right. Can right, be. Right, yeah. Okay. Um, the problem sometimes is that, um, oh, should I tell this story? <laughs> this is a Please. bad story Please about do. me. I have to tell it now, don't I? Yep. All right. This is going to be if you know, you know. Um I early in our relationship made a mixtape for my wife. This is back when you could make a mixtape and you had to make it. And it's time consuming and the editing all right. and all that stuff. And um, my wife is fond sometimes of reminding me that on the mixtape I made to her fairly early on in our relationship about all the romantic things I was feeling for her as I also included Animal by Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you did not, Andrew. Oh, I'm going to pass out. I sure did. Oh, <laughs> It's like, hey, mom and dad, my boyfriend just got me this new mixtape. <laughs> Not the clean version, because those didn't exist back then. <sighs> and even if, you know, I'm again, judged by the results, we are still happily married 26 plus years into it. But, um, <laughs> oh, don't, don't you dare. Oh, uh, yeah, that's no, that was not a strategic mm. at all. <laughs> or was it? <laughs> or was it? <laughs> well, you weren't, I wasn't really hiding what I thought. All right, oh, four, wow. three, seven. Yeah, no, that's a good one. <laughs>
somebody just drove off the road. <laughs> like, I can't believe And then and other people are looking at it up like, I don't understand. Why is that song. so Google? Oh. Don't Google the lyrics around your boss. No. Um, just saying. Uh, okay, now I do have a serious piece of advice. Yeah, why would you take advice from me about relationships? Good question. Fair. Entirely fair. Um, but l- l- again, in on the theme of, you know, know your person, okay? Um, it's very, very dangerous. There, there are two kinds of gifts that you go wrong on. Okay, Valentine. I'm talking to the guys now, okay? The women, I don't, you know. Listen, can I tell you what guys want for Valentine's Day? <clears throat> so, <laughs> they do. That's okay. a, it's a no-brainer. Make them feel happy. Okay, that's what they want, and that will make I mean, whatever anything in that direction is all the good. So, um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's, it's fine. Uh, you have the eight-year-olds in the audience. Um, okay, so here's my advice to the men: two pieces of advice. Okay, advice number one: um, be very, very cautious about the gift for her that's for you for real. Right, the gift that you give her that you think, oh, every woman wants something from Victoria's Secrets. Yeah, that's a gift for you, though. Not a gift for her. And you got to know whether she considers that a gift for her or for you, right? I mean, you know, just, and there are a lot of things in that vicinity, okay? The other one is, uh, and I, I, would t- I already talked about the don't give the gift of self-improvement. Um, that's, that's not good. But this one, you might not think of this one, and this is why I'm here to help, okay? 26 years in, I understand these things. Um, so you're dating a woman, and she's gorgeous, and she's thin, and she's fit, and she's lovely, and you notice that she exercises and eats right and all this kind of stuff because she likes to stay pretty and look for you. Okay, and you buy her a big box of chocolates. Mm-hmm. Not a genius. Nope. <laughs> well, why wouldn't she? Bro, if she is the kind of woman who is always watching her weight and cares about that kind of stuff, and not all women do and not all women are, and that I'm not judging. I'm just saying many, many, many women do. And when you buy her a giant box of calories, okay, maybe she thinks that's great. Maybe she thinks, I'm trying really hard over here. You're not helping. So just, you know, think a little bit about these gifts that you're going to do. 851 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. If you have a a hardware need of any kind, uh, not the kind you typically give it, but hey, know your person. Maybe a date to Pensacola Harbor would be a great Valentine. I don't, I mean, seriously. They have all the Yeti stuff. They have all kinds of, you know, grills and cookware and all that kind of stuff. And they, I mean, who, I don't know what he or she is into. That's the point. It might be the perfect thing to let's go on a date to Pensacola Harbor and buy something out. I mean, like, I don't, I don't know, but that could be. Maybe. They've got a huge houseware section in the front of the store. Obviously, if you have a hardware need, they have that too. But again, you know, New drill might be something somebody's really eager for. I don't know. But obviously solving your problems, getting good advice on any construction uh, project that you're working on around the home. The oldest business in the entire state of Florida, 20 East Gregory, right downtown since 1851, Pensacola Hardware. For a short month, February sure has a lot going on. The big game, Mardi Gras, Valentine's, and President's Day, to name a few. So, what else can we celebrate? How about a very low interest rate and $500 cash when you finance a 2024 Volkswagen at Piedmore Imports? That's right. Piedmore Imports now offers 1.9% financing for 48 months on all 2024 Tiguan and Taos models, plus $500 customer cash. The 2024 Tiguan S from 29101 and financing for 1.9% at 48 months. The 2024 Taos S from 24991 and 1.9% financing at 48 months. Plus the 2024 Volkswagen Jetta S now from 22481 with available financing of 1.9 at 48 months. 
These deals won't last long, so hurry to Piedmore Imports. They're not in Car City, but at 106 New Warrington Road, Pensacola. Special APR rates and bonus cash from qualifying credit. CCI must take retail delivery by March 4th, 2024. See you for details. Picture this, a romantic range date at Santa Rosa Shooting Center with the latest and greatest firearms from Jim's Firearms. From tactical accessories to concealed carry purses and classes, Jim's Firearms has everything you need to make this Valentine's Day truly explosive. Purchase any firearm until Valentine's Day at Jim's Firearms and you'll receive a complimentary range date from Santa Rosa Shooting Center. Share the thrill and make memories that'll last a lifetime. Visit Jim's Firearms today, located at the corner of Serena Road and Blue Angel Parkway and online at jimsfirearms.net. The Port of Pensacola is more than just a name. It's a powerhouse of economic opportunities, a strategic location that sparks growth and prosperity, contributing significantly to the local and regional economy with 23 incredible businesses that call this port home. Big names like C-Max Materials, GE Wind Energy, and soon the prestigious American Magic Sailing Team. Since 1754, the Port of Pensacola has been the driving force behind Northwest Florida's economic success. Explore more at portofpensacola.com. A better air filter on your air conditioner is nice, but it isn't enough. It takes a lot more than that to clean the air that you breathe. This is Todd with Gulf Coast Air Care. On Wednesday's Pep Talk, we'll talk about how to keep pollen, bacteria, and other pollutants out of your lungs. Remember what I always say, if you don't have a good air filter, you are one. Let's talk Wednesday morning at 9.30 on Pep Talk. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Get news at the top and bottom of every hour with WEAR-TV, our local news team, and Fox News on News Radio Pensacola. I immediately regret this decision. This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. Why she looked so sad in photographs. I absolutely love her when she smiles. All I can say for certain is um, uh, I do not have that particular song on my bumper list for the show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> surprising. Yeah, how's that possible? Uh, 855 here on News Radio 92.3. The text I'm getting are hilarious, but I cannot read them. Uh, Jake Jake has got our traffic on the fives. Jake? All right. We're looking great on our roadways this morning. 17th Avenue, though, is closed at Graffiti Bridge, and we are seeing our normal morning slowdown on Highway 98 westbound through Tiger Point and in both directions at the school zone in front of Gulf Breeze High School. But other than that, we're looking great. Have a great Valentine's Day, everybody. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. Sometimes I'm even amazed I managed to get married. And if there's hope for me, there's hope for you. <laughs> that's that's mm, truer than you know. Hey, if you are uh, thinking about that next vehicle and you want to get one that you can count on to trust for a long time, that's Frontier Motors. They specialize in vehicles that are one, two, maybe three years old, low miles, great condition. Dave Ramsey cars, right? The kind of car that you buy and then it's almost new. And then you drive it until the wheels fall off, basically. You know, put two or 300,000 miles. That's how I do, okay? And that's how you can do, too. And, you know, then buy another one like that. Um, but that's what they specialize in is cars that are almost new in great condition. And, you know, with 300 different ones on the lot at any moment, you can really side-by-side side compare a lot of ones and all in one place and then decide, hey, I want this. Or if they're close but not exactly, fine. You go send them on a mission and they'll go get it for you. They can do that. Frontier Motors serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years behind the big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. Uh, Jake, you and I uh, were talking about this off the air, and you had asked me the question uh, about the Mayorkas. uh, Yes. And is it just politics? Right, yeah. Um, But then you had also asked me, and I said, yes, it's just politics. Because it's pointless, right? It's it's pure virtue He still keeps his job. Yeah, um, it's not going to go anywhere in the Senate. They probably won't even take up the case. But, um, But you had asked me, 
the other question, which was, what is the the end game for Democrats being okay with people flooding into the country through the southern border? It's a good question. You know, why would Democrats be indifferent toward the border crisis? And and there's a lot of answers to this. One answer is, um, you know, in states that may be far away from the border, they don't feel the pain. Okay, but then you also have California, New Mexico, so they're not all just ignorant. Um, some of it may be, you know, they the Republican answer might be, well, racism. They're trying to de-white America. I think that's a pretty stupid thing to say, but there are Republicans who say it. Um, a less stupid thing to say is they're trying to increase their base, you know, people yeah. who will vote for them when they come here. I'm not sure that's even strategically accurate. Yeah. You know, Hispanics yeah. who come here are often very conservative, you know, religiously so and also politically and economically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is also something that you hear. Here's what I think is a better answer is um, uh, compassion, honestly. You can't really understand liberalism unless you understand that so much of it is based— and this is going to sound like a critique, but it's there's not all critique in this. It's based more in emotion and sympathy than it is based in reason and evidence. And I don't necessarily mean that all, all as a criticism, okay? Um, what they see is poor people, and they want to help poor people, and not just about immigration. What they see is people flooding across the border, and they think, you know, can we not help? We have enough here. There's, you know, there's a lot of sympathy basis in the liberal mindset, and that's not that's not wholly a bad thing, okay? It might lead you to bad policies, but that's not, in and of itself, sympathy is not inherently bad. Um, there's also the economic argument. I mean, we clearly have jobs. They keep coming here for jobs. If there weren't jobs, they wouldn't come, you know? Jobs and benefits, you know, it's, it's a combination of the both. Um, also, just, you know, philosophically, they don't maybe like the idea that we live in a giant gated community. You know, we have a good thing, and we've been the beneficiaries of immigration over all these years. Why would we want to limit immigration? That's more the open borders mindset. But so th- there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of different views. And I think a lot of it is, you know, they, they view opposition to immigration as a kind of xenophobia and racism. You know, you're stopping the brown people from coming, and that's not appropriate. So I don't know. Does that kind of give you a sense of the landscape a little yes, bit? Yes, yes. Yeah. And I just have to add that I, I grew up with uh, a good friend of mine from Peru, and he spent 15 years trying to get his green card and just got it. So, I mean, you know, there's, there's we just something. We have a to... pretty spectacular thing here. And, yeah. you know, the desire to see people benefit from it, that's that's not all bad. Uh, future news real quick one. Um, Chief Torcell, what do you think? See, he uh, keep his job? Yes. I would have said yes. I'm now leaning no, 45-55. But we'll see what happens. we talk to uh, uh, Wes Moreno tomorrow about all of this. You're listening to News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.